Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Stride Drive, your own weekly cricket podcast coming straight at you today. This is your host Uday for this episode and we are recording this podcast on a high as India opened their Olympic tally with silver in weightlifting. Hearty congratulations to Mirabai Chanu for bringing the glory to the entire nation. We wish all the contingents all the very best going into the mega event. and on a completely different note coming to cricket this week is kind of a glum when compared to the past because australia west indies series has been on hold due to the covid outbreak within the team but as indian cricket fans we are kind of having a mixed emotion which we are going to discuss a bit in this episode with the odi series win against sri lanka and i'm joined by sharath whose prediction of 3-0 went down the mori whereas mine of 2-1 got all the glory hey loser how are you feeling hey yeah, they uh, don't boast about you that much this is the first time your prediction went right and my prediction went wrong you remember my prediction about uh, the wdc finals right so uh, i'll be coming back stronger in the t20 series prediction <laughs> i'm sure i'm happy with my prediction going right and first wins are always memorable man we know we got lot of debutants in the series and the first things are always memorable yeah so i think without uh, further ado let's just jump into the sri lanka odi series review i just wanted to ask you one thing before everything sarath i know you are a hardcore fan of rahul dravid how did you feel when he came running into the ground after the second odi win i just want to ask you that <laughs> i don't think he came out running and we can't expect him to do that but i think he was extremely animated after that win i could i could see those fist bumps and all with that five wickets down we didn't expect from our logodaro to play that innings for us but the belief that dravid had in deepak chahar and to send him before bhuvi as it was a big tactical change that worked in our favor uh, so just happy with that win yeah great man somehow it just feels like looking rahul dravid happy and smile gives me happiness it brings smile on my face because he's kind of the studious kid in the room he's always working on his technique or always writing notes down and if he smiles the entire nation smiles for me yeah so first things first india just cruised to victory in the first odi brilliant performance from pradvisha and the debutant ishan kishan him don't think india even you know sweat a bit in the first odi win right they just made it look easy isn't it absolutely uh, it was just a clinical all round performance from india i would say though davan might have top scored the innings but the way prithvi shaw and kishan batted uh, their innings was just top class particular highlight was kishan's first ball down the track for six on debut remember right that was just drawn shopping shot i would say without any inhibitions so just imagine the feeling of coach dravid sitting in the dressing room uh, watching ishan kishan hitting his first ball of his odi career to six <laughs> uh, but but on the other side uh, i was not pretty satisfied with uh, bhuneshwar bowling performance but you know that's expected playing his first game after a long time after his injury at ipl i would say yeah talking about the first ball six it's just unbelievable man i mean just imagine rahul dravid might not even have thought about it in his dreams coming down the track in the first ball and hitting it for a six in his debut glad to see that it just came off might have looked damn ugly if it went the other way but this generation is different man but uh, talking about debutants i think chikadhawan did his debutant as his captain in this game i mean he is 35 years old and he got to captain india at this age 
Uh, but he did start with a win. So how did Captain Gubber do? What's your rating about him's captaincy? I think he managed his young resources very well, I would say. The bowling changes and all. But I don't think uh, he's a captaincy material. But might be useful as a standing captain here and there. But I don't think he's just a captaincy material. Yeah, we even saw it in the third ODI where he missed uh, the mandate rule of having this number of fielders within the ring. And he was asking Dharmasena about that. It was funny, Tikardhavan captaining, but uh, India had the winning captains, the non-playing captains, and we even got the standby captains. So it looks like we got all the bots ticked there. So by the way, did you enjoy his thigh slap celebration after winning the toss in the third ODI? I think I think Kohli even would have celebrated in UK of Davan winning the toss. But yeah, Davan being Davan, he always uh, entertained his fans with his uh, animated moves, I would say. He seems to be enjoying his new role as a captain, but... But for a moment, I thought he caught the coin and started started celebrating. <laughs> yeah, that's so cool of him. Can't forget Dhawan's celebration after catching the ball. And yeah, me too thought he might have caught the coin. It's wonderful to see that he's enjoying his role and uh, probably entertaining, even though his performance weren't that high. But uh, the way that he's handling the young team and taking India to a series win should be commendable. We even heard of, uh, you know, Vivian Richards walking in his casual tease to the toss and maybe the thigh slap celebration might be remembered for a long time. So along with the win, one more thing that I loved is the comeback of Kulcha. Felt like a different bowling combo altogether. What are your thoughts on that? Kulcha very much needed this Uday. So did uh, the Chahal also. Uh, very satisfying to see both bowling in tandem. So that pretty much worked for us this time. I was pretty much satisfied with uh, Kuldeep Yadav. Even I've tweeted about this. I enjoyed his bowling. Even he enjoyed bowling those slow loopy deliveries. He seems to be confident doing that. Wonderful to see both of them bowling in tandem, I would say. Yeah, the favorite Kulcha is back on the field. I love Kulcha's on and off the field as well. Craving to have some when we finally get to meet next week. Sarath, I'm going to be in Hyderabad. <laughs> All right. The actual drama started after the first ODI for me, actually, in the series, right? So many of us thought, even probably Daniel Alexander might have thought and got his Mocha Mocha tweets ready when India were reeling and struggling at 160 for six. What happened from there? You got a shot at Alexander, Uday. <laughs> Yeah, after 160 for six, if I'm not wrong, everyone thought it was all over for India. But there comes Deepak Chahar and Bhuneshwar Kumar stitched a great match-winning partnership. It reminded me of Dhoni Bhuneshwar match-winning partnership. Coincidentally, it was also against uh, Sri Lanka in Sri Lanka. It was even so cool how Deepak Chahar defended those last three balls against Hasranga, just leaving it to last two overs. It might irk some people, but it was always a Chennai boy who, who needed to finish after that Mumbai Indians guy couldn't. <laughs> Indeed, I'm incredibly happy that people are acknowledging the fact that we need the Chennai boy to finish games for India. <laughs> of course, we are missing Dhoni there. But yeah, great win in the second ODI. Just loud the way Deepak Chahar has finished it for India. He's just grown mature and... Uh, he just looked confident in the middle. That's what I liked about uh, watching that second ODI. Although the win gave the India the crucial series win, we did experiment a lot going into the third ODI with five debutants making uh, their first ODI debut in the third ODI, which just happened after 40 years, if I'm right. It happened way back in 1980s uh, with uh, Sandeep Patil and a bunch of other guys uh, debuting for India. So 
I felt so happy, man, after watching players like Chetan Sakaria, Rahul Chahar getting their ODI caps, especially Chetan Sakaria, who went through a lot uh, in this in this year. So, just talk us through about how did you feel looking at five debutants playing an ODI together. It was it was so great. Uh, all those debutants clicking for us. Sakaria getting his game after after he went so much off the field. Uh, he had a good uh, debut uh, bowling performance. That was that was good to see. Even Rahul Chahar getting those wickets finally. Even even we can see the Sri Lanka batsmen struggling against him. So that was just nice treating to watch. Yeah, man, we can't uh, expect anything else but chance to those youngsters. We all know who is coaching the team at the moment, right? The Indra Nagar ka boy. I can't even call Dravid Gunda, man. It's so bad. <laughs> yeah, Dravid just demands respect, man. He just demands respect. We can't call him Gunda. Sorry to all those cred fans. I mean, I just can't imagine Dravid in that role, man. Of course, that's the motto of the ad, if anyone wants to say. But yeah. So I just want to talk about one person, Manish Pandey. I love him, but I don't see... chances for him going into the next series india is not going to play odi in this year at least with the current schedule i think is manish's career is officially over sharath unfortunately i feel so they but but i i but i like the way manish batted this series he strike the ball very well he seems to be looking confident instead of dotting the balls he, he even uh, rotated the strike very well which is which is very just pleasing to see but i feel he was stat lucky i would say even he was trending on twitter of third body i people were thanking him for the services using thank you manish hashtags so the, the way he got it in the second body where, where the ball ricocheted after the bowler's hand and hit the stumps on the non striker send just sums up the manish pandey's career for me uday yeah man it's just unfortunate to see he was playing well in the second body and the way that he just got out being run out just after the ball hitting is just so sad to see but uh, he got his chances in all the three odis lot of other players are warming the benches so he should have played better and he should have made uh, a better impact on the series so that people might fight for a place he himself might fight for a place in the in the 11 but uh, i don't think it's going to go for him when one person that impressed me the most in the series is definitely surya he just lit the skies in the sri lanka with his brilliance man so i'm extremely impressed how about you absolutely it was just brilliant in the series the intent you see from the ball one was just a treat to watch some of the shots the straight drives and all was just draw dropping i'm short of adjectives to say about his innings the way he dominated the bowlers beat the spinners or fast bowlers was just absolutely fine he's a shoot shot selection for me in the t20s uh, he's on uh, top number 3 batsman where he could play his natural game let's keep aside this anchor concept to the let's go all guns blazing in the world cup just like vishind is yeah i think surya is going to be a definitely sure shot in the playing 11 for me at least in the t20 so do you think kohli should sacrifice his number 3 and move to the opening slot just to give a chance for surya do you think is it a possibility i don't think they'll be changing this batting order in the world cup we learned a lesson from 2019 world cup so i don't think they'll be doing this major changes kohli is very happy at his number 3 the openers are very well sorted i think number 4 would be a good place for him to bat in the world cup i would say yeah lot of options for india man going into the t20 world cup we got a competition for the openers itself you got dhawan who has captained india in this series and we got Rohit Sharma, we got 
KL Rahul, all these contending for the opening spot. And we got Virat Kohli coming at three. We got Ishan Kishan, who has played a brilliant innings in the second ODI. We got Surya Kumar Yadav, Hardik Pandya, even Sanjay Samson, who yeah. often doesn't, isn't known for his consistency, played brilliantly in the third ODI. I'm very much impressed after looking at his innings. So everyone throwing in their towel and everyone making things difficult for the team management to get the selection right. Lots and lots of open spots left for the T20 World Cup. Let's just talk a bit about India going into the T20 series which is sort of an audition for the T20 World Cup, uh, right? So, what's your playing 11? Yeah, look, this is an important series for us, uh, saying that uh, this is the last T20 series we'll be playing before the T20 World Cup. So, we need to sort probable 15 before going to the World Cup. So, this is just an important series for us. Uh, going into the probable 11, I would say Devadat Parikal will be getting a chance to prove his metal. He is a uh, sure shot opener along with Davan. Um, just as I said, uh, Sky would be our number three, followed by Ishan Kishan and Sanju Samson, both playing in the 11, followed by the Pandya brothers, Hardik Pandya and Kurnal Pandya. And after seeing Jayavikrama and uh, Aikila Dhananjaya bowling well, even our batsmen struggled, I would say Davan will be itching to play Varun Chakravarti in the 11. And our uh, second ODA match winner, Deepak Chahar, will be having his spot cemented. Followed by Bhuneshwar Kumar and I would say Rahul Chahar also, seeing that um, even the Sri Lankan bowlers struggle to play against him. So I would say Rahul Chahar will be playing ahead of uh, Yuzhrandra Chahal. That's not fair at all, Sarath. You said Kulcha is your favorite and mm-hmm. neither of them find a place in this level. No chance for Kulcha in the T20 series? T20 series? Um, like it's it's a different combination again format uh, demands different combination combinations so i would say and even also uh, chahal and kuldeep struggled a bit in the t20s so just new fresh faces playing uh, is a treat to watch yeah so you want to go with a different combination going into the t20 series nice interesting yeah. but uh, for me i think the opening is pretty much settled but i would like to see ruturas gaikwad in the team he has played brilliantly in the in both the IPLs and even a, a, a decent uh, domestic performance, I would say. So he's a deserving candidate. I'm not sure whether Dhawan is going to rest himself and let Devdat and Rutras open, but I would like to see that. And for me, Sky, Ishan, Kishan and Sanju Samson are my three, four, five spots. I think we have to give them enough chances before going into the World Cup so that they can accustomed to those positions and play in crucial matches. We don't want another Pant debuting in the World Cup and, you know, trying to get things going in the semi-finals or so. But so we want players like Sky Kishan and uh, Sanju to play well. And for me also, Hardik and Krunal has to be in the team because they provide that balance with the bowling and batting. We don't have any other options in the team. And uh, Deepak Chahar and Bhuvi definitely are the two fast bowlers. But uh, I got a different spin combination. I'm going to go with Rahul Chahar and Yuzvendra Chahal, both the leg spinners in the team. Because leg spinners are just love, man. They just give you the wickets at crucial times. That's what Rahul Chahar did. He's bowling brilliantly in the third ODA. Unfortunately, we ran out of his overs. But yeah, so this is what my 11 would be. Yeah. But I want to ask you one thing, Sharath. No chances for Manish Pandey in the T20 series? Yeah, yeah, he would be fighting for his spot uh, just to carry out the drinks. 
<laughs> yeah <laughs> that's sad to see when but uh, yeah manish is a great leader he led karnataka to victory in the domestic domestic series as well i'd love to see him again and again in the indian blue colors but if it is the final series of manish pandey we should all remember his brilliant odi 100 in australia that that he scored and uh, get india to the winning streak in australia thank you manish if this is this is the last odi series that you are going to play but yeah <laughs> so before we wrap up let's get the prediction game going which i am leading by the way sharath i would say before you would say 2 1 and grab my prediction of odi series i'm going to ask you give your prediction for your t20 series mine is 2 1 by the way sharath hey uday uh, i'm also uh, predicting 2 1 this time sri lanka had very poor record in this t20 format um but this series will be giving a fair amount of chances for them to qualify uh into the super 12s in the t20 world cup which is 3 months of time from now they'll be coming out very strong uday they are not going to give up we have seen that in the third odi as well i don't think it will be an easy road for india so i'll be going with 2 on this time wow i don't want to draw again man so let me change my prediction to 3 0 I'll go all guns for India who are going all the way to win the series at any cost so I'll change my prediction to 3-0 so let us see yours is 2-1 mine is 3-0 who are going to get it this time right <laughs> yes all right yeah that brings us to the end of this short yet sweet episode i thought we had a brilliant odi series india managed to win with this young C, D, or E squad that you can call it whatever, but win is a win, man. And all the best for the Indian team going into the T20 series. Keep listening to us. Share it with your family and friends. Enjoy the Olympics. Enjoy the T20 series. Have a great weekend ahead. Thank you very much. Thank you, Udai.